Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Experts Podcast. I've got a T. We've got a TV special on this week, Lana. Lana, we do. Lana Hills in the house. Hello, Nick Hayes. Hello, listeners. Yes. Well, <laughs> now, if is there anyone that's big on TV, it's Lana Hill. Is it? Yeah. You are always on TV. Ah, oh, well. Seems to be always on Channel Nine. Seems to be always the four o'clock news. Yes. And it seems to be always in a little segment called the Pulse. It is. That's where I started. That's where you started. actually. That's where I first saw you. <laughs> that's where we thought, gee, how did you get on yeah. there? Because media stuff. Didn't put you on there. How did the? How did you make that happen? Well, just knew some people. <laughs> well, people, know. people in high places. Everyone, everyone that's listening, you don't have to find too many people that you have to know. You just need to know media. Say, well, that's hey, right. oh, look at that for a big ad. But listen, we do have, and this is one of my favourites because uh, a regular uh, to uh, media stables meet the media. In fact, was one of our very first guests. Yes, um, we'll talk about this story a little bit later. Um, has been working the Today Show. Now works weekend today. And uh, her name is Erin Boda. It's not Boda. Uh, sorry, it's, it is Boda. It's not Boda, <laughs> as I used to refer to it. But uh, she very quickly corrected Longest me. Longest intro ever. I know. Thanks very much, Erin Boda. <laughs> nice to have you on the show. <laughs> Hurry up, Nick. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I'm so happy to be here. And I think uh, this, what I said to you was it's Erin Boda rhymes with Yoda, yes. not Erin Boda. I know, but it just looks like Buddha, like Gouda, and and I and I, <laughs> and I just and I love it how people correct me in front of an audience of you know a hundred plus and, <laughs> and and make me feel like I know this person. But I feel like Erin, I know you. I've known you for what four or five years now. Six coming on six yeah. years. You were a regular. Yeah. You've been a regular on Meet the Media, and um, let's just set the scene here. Between you were up on the stage between two people, Ben Cubby to your right. And, and and a very well-known uh, ABC business uh, reporter in Alan Kohler to your left. How did that make you feel? Yeah. Well, I think I was 23 at the time. So that would have been, what are we talking, five, six years ago. Uh, and this was my first media day. I mean, you made me feel very comfortable and welcome. But, yeah, it was absolutely daunting being up there with, with those guys. But, you know, I think... I think at the end of it, I sort of just gave my truth and answered the questions sort of as best I could, um, you know, to your room of experts about, you know, what you guys are looking for in the media. And, and I guess uh, in those situations, you know, you had Ben Cubby and, and Alan Collar and they were both talking, you know, from from their perspectives, from their different, you know, mediums that they, that they look after. Uh, and I was answering it, you know, from a Today Show's perspective. And, and it is very, very different. It was different. And my answers were different, but I think people got a lot, lot out of it. I mean, you brought me back. 
<laughs> we certainly <laughs> did. In fact, it's it. In fact, it, whenever we put on a meet the media, you're you're the first on the list. Yes. And the reason you're the first on the list is because a lot of it is you're so giving, and also to. And when I say giving, you you don't hold back. You let people know what it is that you're looking for. And and this is a big part of the the, the meet the media program is is that we don't want to sugarcoat it. We don't want you to feel all comfortable. Yeah. We want to actually get you a little uncomfortable. But you've also got a, a delivery there. Aaron, that that makes us feel like you know we're part of it, and uh, and and that's to your credit. Is is that something that you focus on? Is that something that when you are giving that feedback, that uh, you you do realise that these people have got something, but they just might need to adjust their their position or adjust their approach. Absolutely. I mean, I often say this sort of relationship between you know, publicists or, you know, companies like, like you said, like Media Stable or, or experts, it's all a, it's all a two-way street, you know. We need you guys as much as, uh, you know, you guys need us. And I think often there's a lot of people that, that don't look at it that way. There's a lot of people that think, oh, God, I'm getting hassled about, you know, putting this person's story on or, or you know, I keep getting this, this PR wants an answer on this. And actually, you know, some of the best stories uh, that, that I've done and that I've worked on have come from, you know, experts, media stable, publicists coming to us and us sort of working t- together and us going, actually, can you do it a bit like this or can, can you, you know, you get some statistics on, on this and this is going to make a better segment and, and, you know, it's give and take, absolutely, I think. I love the give and take, Lana, because it is a two-way highway, the, the media game and also to the, the publicist PR expert game because yeah. without both – um, it's dead air. There's nothing going on. Well, it should be a two-way game because I think that's why sometimes perhaps, you know, we're not here to poo-poo PR, but I think that's why sometimes you can get it a bit wrong because you're not trying to look after your customer in the media. You're trying to look after your customer in your in your expert or your client. So having the media top of mind every single, you know, every single day and everything we do is so important. Erin, I want to just fangirl over you for a minute. When I <laughs> no true story. The f- the first time I went to meet the media was not as a as an employee of Media Stable. It you, was you went as an expert. I well, yes, some would say I could be an expert. <laughs> in any case, <laughs> um, but Erin, I was just so impressed um, and and I guess motivated and inspired by you because I, I think you're young. I would say you're probably about ten years younger than me. I'm, I'm guessing, um, but the fact that you're you're young but clearly so accomplished and, um, you know, occupying really senior positions in the media. I was I was blown away. But as Nick said, you know, you were uh, delivering all of your feedback um, in such a lovely, warm way. H- how is it How is it being a really young woman in the media? Are there, are there a lot around like you or are you a bit of an unusual species in, in that <laughs> environment? You'd be surprised. There are quite a lot of sort of young, eager people that I – that we work with every day at the Today Show and there's such there is quite sort of a, a high turnover of staff in this breakfast TV business because the hours are so early you know those, those 2 a.m. starts you know a lot of people that only want to do that you know do that for a part of their lives they only want to do that for a, for a little amount of time so I would actually say you know surprisingly I'm probably one of the the oldest actually in the office when it comes to sort wow. of producers and that sort of thing uh, at the moment, there's a lot of yeah, young people that come through. And I guess because it's such a competitive industry as well, I always used to say, you know, I always used to say, and I still say it to, you know, young girls or people that I work with, 
I could have said there's always going to be someone greener and younger than you willing to do your job for less money. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it is such a fun, cool place to work. Um, you know, everyone wants to, to work at the Today Show. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I'm I, I'm like furniture around here now, old. <laughs> well, you, you also have quite a pedigree, a family pedigree at Channel 9 and uh, the legendary broadcaster and uh, journalist that is Simon Buda, not Gouda. Uh, <laughs> Buda. Buda. Uh, yeah. I was waiting for you to say the name again. Uh, it is Buddha. So Simon Buddha, who, who who is a well-known face on the New South Wales journalist circle, and if not nationally, um, how, how much of a, an influence did Dad have on you uh, entering into the media space? Absolutely, he had a, a great influence. And I think I realise that more now that I'm older, but I was exposed to watching the news from a really young age. It actually uh, made me quite a nervous kid, I think, because I was sort of, so he, he's on the crime beat. Uh, he's now the um, mm. terror and crime editor for A Current Affair. So uh, he's always been right in the thick of, you know, big, massive crime stories, especially in musical Wales, as you said. And, and as a kid, I was exposed to so much of that, you know, big, high-profile murders and, wow. and rape cases and these awful things. And, and I used to think, there are a lot more sort of murderers out there than there probably were as a young kid. Um, but, you know, in our household and still to this day at, at home, mum and dad, they have to watch the 6pm news at 6 and they'll watch the Channel 7 news. Up. This is all after they've watched Channel 10's news at 5. So yep. um, we have, I've been watching news for as long as I can remember. It was um, dad who sort of, he got me my first four days of work experience at the Today Show. But interestingly, he I sort of didn't want to follow in his path, which is why, at uni, I actually studied uh, production and, and screen and sound, of course, um, they offered at UNSW. And then I um, sort of said, oh, I don't want to go into news. I want to be more in this sort of breakfast TV space, something that's a bit lighter and where you, there's a bit more variety as well. So uh, I did four days of work experience here uh, about seven years ago, and I haven't left, really. That's wow. my story. It's uh, it, And it look, it... Uh, Mum and Dad can be a big influence on your on your job and Certainly your role, but can. also to, you know, the fact that Erin, you would have grown up watching so much news. I mean, I, I don't let my kids watch the news Same. just because it's, uh, and and also to the fact that your father, being the reporter that he was in the in the in the, the niche that he was, that yeah. got to be a that's got to be tough to consume. Did were you? I mean, you, you mentioned that it was a bit scary, but <laughs> did, has this really? I mean, this had an effect on your life. Oh, 100%. And I was, um, yeah, as I said, I was such a nervous kid. I actually had, you know, I used to have separation anxiety from my mom. I was always scared of all this, you know, strangers, almost almost too much to a point, you know, I was just so aware of stranger danger and this sort of thing. There's a, we have a joke uh, with a few of my friends at the moment and we still talk about it. But back, I think I was at high school and dad was doing a few stories on carhoons at the time. He was following this carhooning gang and he got some threats. And so wow. dad once actually had to brief me on what to do if there was ever a shot through my window. And Stop <laughs> it. I, never, I don't know. It's sort of crazy to think of now. And But my friends, we sort of laugh about it now because the, the advice is you've always got to roll toward the window if a shot comes <laughs> in your window. Yeah. For all those so listening, whenever we're in a, roll towards. So all those parents out there Thanks, that have, haven't been advising their kids on which way to roll, um, take heed here. This is good parental advice. Hey, oh. Love it. Well, you're eating 
might be to run back, you know. If a shot comes through the window, you run to the back of the house. But actually, you've got to roll underneath the window. That's True where it story. Erin, <laughs> can, anyway, can I just give you a tip here, Erin? This, this, this is not normal behaviour. This is not normal. Um, anyway, hey, let's let's get into... I'm really hanging my parents out to dry. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into let's get into the the crux of of, of media and storytelling, and and particularly from the weekend today's perspective, because the show is is going well. Um, it's it's been travelling through pretty challenging times. I mean, we're all been have, going through challenging times with COVID nineteen. How have, how has the today weekend today show uh, gone with this? Is it's we've we've seen a very different dynamic where people are not necessarily going to be on set. They're not going to be in studio. A lot of it's been done outside how how has the show coped with the changes yeah well i mean the first thing uh we sort of did was get guests out of studio um, and that's been a hard thing but also a really exciting thing the fact that you know you look at one of our daily shows and this is across you know both weekdays and week and um, weekend show but you've sort of got 80 percent of your guests now on skype which is really cool because you're getting sort of access that you've never got to people before because, you know, there are people that can't get into a studio or can't, you know, don't want a crew to come out to them. Or, and nowadays it's just as easy as like a phone call uh, on Skype or a FaceTime and suddenly you're on TV. So there is this sort of element of, of you know, it's quite exciting what we've, what we've been, able, you know, been able to do and probably what we'll continue to do because we've shown that we can do it. And obviously, you know, from a money point of view as well, it's, um, saving the company a lot of money doing it that way. Uh, one of our biggest challenges, though, was obviously we have on the weekend show uh, Richard Wilkins and Beck Madden hosting, and Beck is Melbourne-based. So she initially, at the beginning of the year, was flying up every weekend uh, to host the show from Sydney alongside Dickie. Uh, since uh, COVID, we've not been able to fly Beck up, so she's been hosting remotely in a Melbourne studio, and Richard has been hosting up here in Sydney, and that's probably been our biggest challenge, uh, sort of having a host in two different states and two different wow. studios and trying to make it work. They're doing pretty well, though. They've got it down packed now. Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some people that don't, that can't tell, or there are some people that sort of writing, but they're sitting too close to each other, and we say, no, 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 they're in boxes. They're, <laughs> wow. They're are kilometres apart. The magic um, of TV. That's true social yeah. distancing, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> true social distancing. Erin, I want... You know, Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you continue. I was going to say, they've, they've, sometimes they do pranks on each other where they pass something through the screen, and, you know, <laughs> one of them receives it on the other end, even though they're in these different studios, but... You know, I think getting back up to, to Sydney will be the first thing we'll do, at, you know, which will show that we're sort of getting out of this COVID-19 stage. Yeah, wow, the hangover. The hangover is certainly lasting. Erin, I wanted to ask you, um, how does the audience of Weekend Today differ compared to, you know, the kind of Monday to Friday Today show? I know the demographics is something that is really sort of interesting to, to experts or, or aspiring experts. Is it is it quite a different group of people? Yeah, it is a different group of people. And I also think the show is quite different, which is why it's a different group of people. So uh, we sort of treat our show on the weekend a little bit like the Sunday paper. We've got a little bit more time to delve into certain stories. We've got a little bit more time to spend on segments and, and with guests. And we also don't mind sort of picking up something that happened during the week and rehashing it and looking at it on a bigger sort of larger 
sort of format, I guess, on the weekend, as you would sort of expect the Sunday paper would yeah. compared to, you know, the weekday papers. That's how we've sort of been trying to operate a little bit. Um, but one of the big things as well that sort of differentiates the show is the host. And one of the best things experts can consider when they're sort of trying to get their foot in the door and, and get on either of the Today shows is sort of think about which host might actually be interested in what they're talking about. So we suddenly at the beginning of this at the beginning of this year, got uh, Richard and Beck Madden, so Richard Wilkins and Beck Madden. Uh, Richard's obviously got a huge entertainment background, and Beck has um, quite a large sort of sporting repertoire, yeah. and she's done you know, the AFL footy show and that sort of thing, and Ninja Warrior. So suddenly we're finding we're looking for more segments to suit them, which I think is sort of key as well. We do have to consider, you know, the hosts when we're picking segments for the show, and there are some people that just flock to the to each show because of who hosts them. And that's true across, you know, weekdays, weekends and sunrise and, and Channel 7, Channel 10 as well. Now, I want to play a little game with you, Erin. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We haven't done this before, but it's it's just a one-word answer. I'm going to name maybe a presenter or someone that's had a part of your programming during the time at Channel 9, and I just want a one-word answer. Now, now be very careful. There's a good chance they might be listening to this. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I, you need to be. Hang on, what, what do you mean? What is the answer regard? Like, what is the answer about? about I'm just. Like, I, I just. I want you to tell me what you think of them. One word to describe them. Oh, interesting. Ooh, now this okay, is. Okay. Now this is very powerful for everyone that's listening here, is because um, we, as as you just mentioned, you know, the, the the presenters themselves get to know them, get to understand them, get to understand what makes them tick. Also, too, if you want to get a story to, to for them to to go to, so we are gonna get an inside, unprecedented, inside, never done this before <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how we go so we'll, we'll start I'm nervous. I'm nervous. i would be nervous if i was you this this could be the difference between a pay rise or you having to come to work for media stable but listen i'm gonna yeah, start actually if i if i get fired as a result of this you owe me a job <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say some names i'll start off very easy for you okay so we'll, we'll start off very easy richard wilkins so biz Showbiz. Well, well played. Yeah, well played. You're not going to get in trouble for that, Erin. You're not going to get in trouble for that. Deborah Knight. Oh, uh, News Hound. Very Newsound. strong news sense, yeah. And then it was quite an extensive pause there. <laughs> uh, jo- Georgie Gardner. Oh, uh, thoughtful. Thoughtful. I do. You get that. You get that with Georgie. You yeah. do get that with Georgie. Um, and even in her sort of presenting style and the story, she chooses that she considers a lot what she's putting out absolutely oh, even you know in the way of sort of re, re-, re- you know briefing herself and reading scripts and absolutely wow last one here erin last one ben yeah. fordham uh on the pulse on the pulse That's his finger words. on the pulse oh. yeah <laughs> pulse, on the pulse, pulse pulsating pulsating definitely a, or like an agenda man you know he's definitely Set time, absolutely. Okay, one more, one more, Erin. Oh, one more. Okay, okay. Nick Hayes. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, um, media expert. Guru. Oh, you're too kind. Guru. Well done, Guru. I'll take Guru. All right. Well done. Now, look, I, I, I wanted to finish with Ben Fordham. The reason I wanted to look at Ben Fordham, Ben's obviously gone over to 2GP. Yes. He's, he heads up the breakfast. He's filling in. Well, not filling in. He's taken over from Alan Jones. Um, one thing I, I do adore what goes on behind the scenes at Channel 9 and, and, and actually having met Ben through you, Erin, uh, 
is that you all seem to be very close. You look out for each other. Is that the general feel around Channel 9 and the studios there? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is a real family. I think we've all been through some sort of – there's been through some sort of trialling times and COVID and everything like that, but there is a real sense of family, actually. And that's that's sort of one of the things we have to be careful of as well when we're putting a show to air because there is a genuine care, you know, Dickie, Carl, Ben – the, the girls, they're all friends. They're all, they all do get along. And sort of, but that's one thing you can't do too much of on television because you also want to include your audience all the time. So one thing we're, we're always having to be aware of is not being too sort of friendly and having these in jokes between hosts and presenters and that sort of thing, which is an interesting way to look at it actually. But yeah, there is a real element of um, camaraderie. And a lot of the people here have been here a long time, even though, you know, there are new people in the Today Show host hosting roles at the moment. They've all been here for, you know, years. Yeah, it's, it is like at, a family. You get that sense as, yeah. you, as you're watching it, Erin, for sure. I wanted to ask you too about kind of the local audience. I lived in Sydney for five years and it, my memory of it was that it was very much, you know, a Channel 9 town. Um, and mm. I, in Perth, it's probably a little bit different to that. There's different market yeah. share um, in terms of uh, morning TV. Is it still the same in Sydney? And is that is there the rivalry, you know, is it as hot as ever? It is as hot as ever, I would say. Um, the East Coast typically is more Channel 9, but we've had, you know, we've been challenged for that for the last few years to sort of be winning in that market. Um, you know, you're right, WA is a dead giveaway every week for us with um, audience. It's always Channel 7. Sunrise always sort of take out WA and also South Australia and then uh, Melbourne, uh, Brisbane and Sydney, they're the sort of areas to play for for um, for us, actually. Um, so it's close and it's competitive. Um, typically, I think they're more Channel 9 states, but that's definitely been challenged in the past few years. Mm, so interesting. It is. And, and but I, I suppose also, too, I mean, it's, it's where your focus is as well. And I think uh, Channel 9 and 7 uh, are definitely, they want to win the Sydney and the Melbourne markets. That's where the bulk of the audience is. It, do the other states get a go, Erin? I mean, do you do you actually look at? I mean, I, and that's a fair question because I think you know, no one, no one that watches national TV really would think that you know there is uh, less. I mean, the, the 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 dominant focus is on Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, and and that is what advertisers sort of they care about the East Coast, and they sort of want to know how we're going in, in those different markets and because they're quite sort of competitive markets as well um, I guess there's there's an interest in that I, you know WA is not really going to change they've you know they're quite a clear channel 7 state so obviously you know we're going to try and make ground in the areas where we can um, that said the other states do get a look in Perth hasn't for a while purely because we've had the Today Show Perth news running for I think the past year or two um, which obviously is just finished and that's actually changed the game there a little bit uh, because suddenly the Today Show now uh, needs to include Perth in their news because we know we're not going to get a Perth only news over in WA so um, it's, it is always changing but yes there, there is a particular interest in Sydney and Melbourne, I would say. Oh, and look, that, that's something for people to be really thinking about here is that if you really do want to pitch a story, on a national level, you've got to take the Melbourne and Sydney audiences into account. If you don't do that, yeah. you, you actually are missing out on the bulk 
of the audience. And I agree with you totally, Erin, is that that's where the advertisers are. They, they're not necessarily yeah. wanting to influence what's going on here in Perth or, or Adelaide or, or Brisbane. Brisbane a bit different. I think I think Brisbane's that sort of uh, that market you want to win because it's the difference between a Melbourne and Sydney. That's probably the one that tips you over the line. Um, yeah. But it's, 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 you've got to have a national focus about it. So, if there's if there's a, a little, if there's a message to everyone out there, make sure it doesn't just apply to your localized yeah. area. Make it as national as possible. Erin, what what are the stories today? And you, I love that reference to the Sunday papers. That's the kind of show that you have, yeah. and that that makes me feel all warm over a cup of coffee in front <laughs> of the fire and 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 get those kind of stories. So it's not necessarily the the hard hitting stories. Uh, are they the ones that you can uh, that make a difference? That make you think. What, what what what? How would you describe that story? That Sunday kind of story. I would describe it as sort of leaving a bit more room for the, the viewer to to think about something and take something away. Last weekend we did, you know, the vape debate. Now that vape is going to be, you know, what are yeah. they vaping machines? Yeah. You can call them getting, you know, are going to be banned in Australia coming into Australia. So sort of having that debate around, you know, health and and you know, are people going to start smoking again? Um, we're trying to do, you know, uh, more stories on if there's sort of a really quirky, you know, um, VO that's in the news on a Wednesday night. Like the other day, there was a little VO about murder hornets of popping up in parts of the world. We can sort of take something little like that and actually go, hang on, like what? What are murder hornets? Like let's talk about them for a while. <laughs> you know, people are interested. People have more time to um. To listen and you know it doesn't matter that the story was around on on Wednesday we can sort of make it and, and t- take it rather and make it bigger um, and spend some time actually talking about it um, we also do do a little bit of you know a wrap-up of the week on the weekend you know so many people uh, race through the, the week Monday to Friday uh, and you know they're just getting the news they need or the headlines they need and then on the weekend they might have a bit more time to actually think about a debate around school sport or, you know, um, whatever it is. You know what I like about the weekend shows is that generally um, they go, they're the first things that go on in my house, but they're not necessarily yep. with volume up. I'm, I've actually got ah, generally have volume down, and I'm watching for the stories that might get my attention because you know because you've got breaking news every or not so much you go to the news every fifteen you know fifteen minutes half hour. Um, mm. I, I tend to have got that grasp that, but I, I, I'm looking for the pieces that are going to grab my interest, and if there's something coming up, and there's always something on the weekend today show that gets my interest. Oh. <laughs> um, and you know, and what amazes me is that um, you've got incredible timing how you do it. It seems like those. 8.20 slots t- tend to be the – or, or a, a 9.20. It seems to be on the 20-minute mark that I'm, I'm keen to watch just as oh. I'm trying to get out the house. Well done. That's, 8.20 is our prime time. And that's right – that's right. Well, that's just right when I need to get out to the house and, and normally have to be somewhere at eight thirty or nine o'clock, and I'm stuck still watching because uh, no. I can't wor- I can't run away from it. You're making him late, Aaron. That's exactly what we want to do. <laughs> there you go. Hey, um, that that's awesome. Hey, Aaron, we're getting close to to finishing this. Um, and always a pleasure to be talking to you. I, I like I say, I, I think of all the media that I've worked with and 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 have had dealings with, uh, you've always been the nicest and always been one of my <laughs> favourites 
Um, yeah, I was looking for that response. And you know, uh, too far. Yeah, I know. Um, but look, again, <laughs> you'll always be our number one pick there for uh, Meet the Media. Hey, if there's a piece of advice that you could send out to uh, the to the experts today, what and you always deliver it beautifully at a Meet the Media and and a digital Meet the Media, mind you, one of our favourites. What what, mm-hmm. what what piece of advice would you give? Okay, how long have I got? Oh, you've got about, you know, as long as you like, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> about three minutes. Uh, so, perfect. Okay, so I would say uh, know your audience when you're pitching to, or know the show that you're pitching to when you're pitching. So know who the hosts are, uh, if it's a national show. Uh, if your story is specific to a little town or one area or one city, why do people care about it at that time? You've got to tell us. The second thing, uh, the second piece of advice I would give is Keep in mind that our segments are three to four minutes long. Mm. So if it takes longer than three to four minutes for us to understand your email and what you're actually pitching and suggesting and who you represent, um, we're probably going to glaze over and have to move on. Can I just step Uh, in there, Erin? Can I just step in there? Because that's a really good piece of advice to everyone. A three to four minute segment, while you you might be thinking that you've got to get that very delivered very quickly, three to four minutes in TV is a long, long time. So yeah. it's more than what's normally applied, you know, during a Monday to Friday. Um, really good point. And also, too, if you're going to deliver to TV, you're probably about to say this, is make sure you've got the pictures to go with it. Make sure that you've actually, you know, you're available mm-hmm. for it. But sorry, sorry, yeah. I interrupt. <laughs> you, you know my spiel, yeah. And, oh, I love it. As you wear, Erin, as it you comes, wear. It comes better from <laughs> you, Erin. <laughs> I would say, yeah, obviously keep in mind that we are television, so we're looking for, for pictures, as you say, but we can shoot those. So it's more so just about being available to, to giving us pictures or uh, letting us shoot pictures with you. But being available is a really big one. Uh, once you get your head up, you know, pop your head up somewhere talking about something, your name is in the system. You know, we I talk to Ben Borders producers about talent, about who they've got on what. You know, we talk among each other, we have access uh, at today's show to the current affair database and the Nine News database. Um, so we absolutely it's about saying yes and doing a good job for the first time and then waiting for, you know, the call back. Um, so being available, saying yes, uh, they're really big ones. Um, and I think I had one more. What was it? What else do I normally say, Nick? Oh, you've... Well, you've mentioned the be available, which is the most crucial. You you have actually mentioned be the best you possibly can when you when you get that opportunity because you will get called back. I mean, Channel Nine does yeah. have an extensive uh, expert uh, list and database of people that they've worked with in the past, and that media talks. Yeah. So uh, what I love about what you do, Erin, is that you actually talk to other producers as well, and you might not mm. even, might not actually be looking for your particular program, but you, you're looking for the the Today Show or you're looking for something. Um, in the morning shows that that are more uh, about you guys all supporting each other. So once you're in, make yourself known because yeah. producers like Erin will share this amongst others to, mm-hmm. um, to to share it with because ultimately at the end of the day, all the media wants is the best performance that they can get from an expert because they don't want to throw you under a bus. They don't want to do, do wrong by you. They want your best performance because audience is number one for them. No. Is, that, is that what you wanted to my say? Last, yeah, but my last tip was this. Why do you? Why do we care about this today on today? Yeah, so big one. Why today is this sort of a relevant story? I think that's a really important thing. Uh, us as producers, we're constantly trying to preempt 
why you know what people are going to be talking about and thinking about so at the moment we know we're sort of approaching tax time and a financial year sales and that sort of thing and we're trying to get ahead and go okay what segments can we do on that topic we're also probably starting to think about july school holidays and this you know the idea that borders are now reopening and so we're trying to get ahead about what segments we can do on those issues and sort of just keeping that in mind when you're pitching yeah. why now do people care about this and that's another sort of the last little tip that i do often try to tell experts is if 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 your expertise is in the news at any given moment you know if you're an expert on on weather or bushfires or long range weather forecasts and we're starting to, you know, we're approaching a new season. Like that's your time to put your hand up and go, I can talk about this. I can talk about, you know, this. And I, and I call it newsjacking, you know. And I think I've used that word a few times. Yeah. Is sort of taking a news story that's already making news uh, and saying, I can talk about this. And putting your hand up and waving it around a lot. I love that. Put your hand up and make it wave a lot. Don't wait for the me- don't, no, but that's such a good point. Don't wait for the media to find you. Put your hand no. up. Show them what you can do. Yeah. Show them what you can deliver. Don't sit yeah. in your bunker. Get out of that bunker. Yeah. Go and know to war. your time. Know your time to stick your hand up. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Pick your time and say this is my time right now to, to make some noise because I know this is my area of expertise. You know. Erin Boda, we've gone completely over time, but it was always, <laughs> a, always a pleasure to be talking to you. You can go over time with us at any point, at any time, all right? So oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for joining the Experts uh, Podcast. That's Erin Boda uh, of Weekend Today. She is, Lana, oh, I'll tell you what, one of our favourites at Meet the Media, but also, too, lots of gold nuggets there. Oh, what a superstar. Yeah, just so much gold. Yes, it's appointment listening, Nikkei. Appointment listening. Get on to the Experts. <laughs> podcast don't muck around <laughs> now if you'd like to hear more if you'd like to hear more of the other experts that are around or media that we engage jump on to mediastable.com.au head to the podcast page and check out the experts and we look forward to having your company next week when we're going to talk to another expert or another media have a great week you have been listening to the experts podcast powered by media stable To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.